0: Hey, I've been Meanies. It's me, Andrew. Uh, Just here for a very quick disclaimer that the audio on my end of the episode is a little lower than usual. Uh, I believe my audio got corrupted or lost or something along those lines. I'm not really quite sure what happened, so I had to extract the audio from the Zoom recording. So that's why my audio is a little jankier than usual. I just wanted to apologize and thank you, and just ask you to bear with us a little bit because I think this is a really great episode um, full of lots of gems and really great guests. So, um, yeah, enjoy. Bye.
1: It's very strange. And then, like the songs are all like named after like the timestamps, but they also have real names. So I don't know why when. Putting I don't on, think putting they're on.
0: necessarily technically real names because, um, they, the the track list I kind of gave you guys when we, when it first leaked leaked or whatever. Mm. Like he 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 intentionally leaked the record before. You know yeah like people gave those titles people are like oh this one's called under the sun no. well
1: no i saw um that it was like from like metadata of the song so it's not that like people just decided that they're called that plus like feels like summer was released two years ago and it was called feels like summer so i don't know well
0: <laughs> this feels like a good episode yeah <laughs>
1: record that you bought me, like two years ago, well I just remembered that it's sitting in the closet, so I called you up, just to tell you I've been meaning to listen to who I've been meaning to listen to who that why don't you come over and talk about it, about it that's a horrible cold open why did you do that (laughs)
0: hi everybody welcome to i've been meaning to listen to that the podcast where we go through albums we've been meaning to listen to and use it as a conduit to learn about each other and our guests hey ezra well how are you on today march 24th 2020
1: well you're you're really gonna um um date this episode for when we release it in a week.
0: It's the tw- it's our 24th date uh, of the month.
1: I'm hanging up on you.
0: What? <laughs> no. Um no, hey guys. Um like yeah, so like this is uh, so um let's uh I don't know. What what happened to you today?
1: Nothing. Let's introduce our guests.
0: Okay. Uh let's uh let's start with uh you might know him as uh, One of the guests of our Childish Gambino
1: camp episode, it's John J. Nolden! Hello. In fact, the only guest of our Childish Gambino episode.
2: I understand the confusion.
1: But yeah, and then our other guest, uh, you might know from the uh, billions of times we recorded episodes with him and the two previous episodes, uh, it's Josh Chung. Yeah, Or Joshua hello. Chung. I don't know which one you go by again.
3: Only my mother calls me Joshua.
1: Okay. Well, because uh, Andrew usually like refers to you as Joshua and things, so I wasn't sure.
3: Yeah, I don't know why you do that. Why do you do that? It's
0: on your Facebook profile. <laughs> yeah,
3: okay. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. I'm not going to call you Josh because that's
0: not on your Facebook profile profile checkmate atheist
1: <laughs> I love making that sure,
0: like the, um,
1: <laughs> I always
0: love those like um, the, the, the the like this the evil like that's my like favorite weird trope that Christians kind of make up is like that evil atheist professor who's like <laughs> he, <laughs> he opens the class like God's not real for everyone <laughs> and then like one brave boy is like I believe in Jesus. And then the professor's like, hey, Jesus, you get an F minus and I'll kill your family.
2: And then, like, yeah.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Um, so, hey, guys, we're here to talk about uh, Childish Gambino, three hundred fifteen twenty, His potentially final record, question hmm. mark? I feel like
1: he, like, ended on a good note if this is his final. Absolutely.
0: I think, I honestly would be a little, like, Annoyed. I, I, I mean, I think it's kind of like Miyazaki retiring, where it's like where like The Wind Rises was such a perfect like cap to his filmography. But then, like when I think of when I put that aside, I'm like, yeah, of course I'd love to see more movies from you. You know, yeah. yeah. But like, um, I think this is like the perfect ending point for gambi I
1: agree. I think that like it could, um, like, I don't know, like it, I. I feel like if he like kept going, like he might not really like hit this high again. So like it would be like a good point.
0: Because like Kanye is like an example of a guy who's like who his thing was innovating, 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 innovating. And now he's just like doing Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) Kanye, do you like Jesus is King record?
2: I haven't listened to it yet. I haven't listened to it. Is it? Is it not? Should I skip it? It's fine.
3: Okay. It's fine. Okay. I don't know what you're talking about because uh, Chick-fil-A is a total banger. I, I swear. <laughs> on
0: Sunday. You're my chick fil What does that mean?
1: <laughs>
0: Legitimately. I'm not being facetious. What does that mean? Close on Sundays. You're my Chick-fil-A. So, you're-
2: homophobic <laughs> Maybe.
0: <laughs> I think that was it that's all he wanted to say
2: <laughs> I mean I guess it's better than point. Like, I guess it's better than like a Popeye's chicken reference I don't know how you work in like a can of spinach reference you know <laughs>
0: I kind of like the Popeye's joke in this record I yes I thought that was fun
1: yeah yeah I thought it was good
0: yeah, so let's talk about this record in particular. This is America. He explicitly said that's not going to be on the record. That's just a standalone thing. Um, and, like, so, like, really, I there was, like, no expectation of, like, what was... Because, like, there's no release date. There is no, you know, lead up. There is no, like, any... There is no anything, really. Um, we just knew people just generally knew he was going to drop something eventually. And that was going to be his final product. Um, which is kind of great. Like, which is like really, um, anxiety inducing a little bit. I kind of, I respect it. I think it's like really, um, you definitely have to be like, have like a certain level of like clout to like get to that.
1: Well, yeah. Cause you're pretty much required to do some type of promotion, like in order to even get to the level that he's at. Um, but, like, once you have gotten there, like, you can be a little bit more mysterious and, like, fuck with people and stuff. And, like, uh, it doesn't matter. Everybody's going to love you anyway. As DJ Cowell said,
0: no one likes your mysterious music. <laughs> that's what DJ Cowell said when he got second place to Tyler, the creator. <laughs>
2: He's <just> like...
0: <laughs> I'm just like... <laughs> People listen to my records.
1: No one likes
0: serious music. I don't eat pussy or whatever that's called.
1: (laughs) Or whatever that's called.
0: (laughs) No one knows knows what that is. He dropped this project at 3 a.m. EST on a website, Donald Glover Presents, which is the same moniker as his Adidas shoe deal. And it was a stream of the new record on a continuous loop with four alternative cover arts and no title or track lists or anything like that. And, um, I was kind of like hoping he was going to drop his chance childish Gambino collaboration tape before that. But now, now that this is kind of out there, it looks like it probably won't I was about to ask.
2: Are we ever going to get that?
0: I don't think so. I don't, like, I'm, my thing is just, like, I'm not going to hold my breath for it. If it happens, I'll be like, oh, cool, wow, this is cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like, if it, like, doesn't come out, I'll be fine. you sure, know. Sure. Like, is, like, he stayed pretty mum about the whole thing. He didn't really, you know, kind of, like, talk about things at all. But, like, um, something, like, in he did a Hollywood Reporter interview where he said something along the lines of, all you really want to do is make something that stands the test of time, he said. That's all that matters. I like Erica Badu and Lauren Hill and Marvin Gaye and Stephen Wonder. That's everyday music. That, that's music that people just put on there. They're like, man, this song makes me feel good. This song, it helps me get through the day. You listen to what's going on. I get a very intense feeling when I hear Gay singing. Who's willing to save a world when it's destined to die? That's a real honest thing. It's like, why even raise children? Why raise a puppy? Why put so much care into something when you know destruction is part of the process? <laughs> so, like,
2: <laughs> Hashtag bars.
0: Like every, like his every. I would, I implore any of you to like read any of his interviews. Like especially his like the Hollywood Reporter piece, the New York New York Times piece. He's just like dropping wisdom, and some of it's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, especially like kind of looking at the current times, it's like very like even more prescient than ever. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Um, So yeah, let's go into some themes of this record. Like, what do you, what do you think were some like themes like you were like kind of picking up on this
2: time around? Uh, Well, you know, for me, the, one of the biggest things that I really picked up on was what it means to be a black man in the digital age. Like, especially someone in his position, like kind of how we were talking about earlier about uh, that, that pressure of celebrity and fame, of how you you know, you don't really get that kind of not really that personal life, but you don't really get that ownership of your own identity. You're either this warlike, you know, you're either this like violent guy as he has in, like like that kind of war chanty kind of song, um, or you know whatever it may be. But it's just this fact that like we're all you know kind of in this algorithmic world and how that affects us all. So
1: definitely themes of like um, everything is doomed and uh, <laughs> <laughs> there's just a lot of shit going on in the world like um, both like because of like the digital age type of stuff and just because of like um, corporate greed and um, because uh, people are cruel and everything and that's like uh, especially applicable right now I think with all of the um, like coronavirus stress and
0: everything, going, everything on there. going on in the news <laughs> Dear Evan Hansen that's one of my favorite Dear Evan Hansen things they added in there like hey like um, there's a guy like in the middle of like um, the song with like and this is a message that everyone needs to hear with everything going on in the news. <laughs> oh my God. So that you can put it in time, You can listen to it whatever. Like,
1: yeah, it is
0: like the news. <laughs> um,
1: but yeah, I think uh something that I really liked about this album, um, as far as like themes go, is like he um is talking about like really dark, intense stuff. And like none of these songs are like really lighthearted or anything like that. Um, But he also like at the same time manages to be um, really gentle at times and really like, like when he like featured his son and stuff like, and that whole thing and um, the people that he loves at like uh, different points of this and so like I think that um, it's like he balances all of that in a really nice way.
0: It is the in between between because the internet and awaken my love, where uh, because the internet was him going, well this is terrible, this is bad, this sucks, mm-hmm. like everyone's greedy, we're all gonna die, nothing matters, and then he ends the album going, well that's it, <laughs> you know, like he doesn't like <laughs> solutions, he just like. Not that he had to or whatever, but like, he doesn't really, but like, this is, this is like in the midst of all this darkness, in the midst of like these like end times, almost it's like, there is like that profound message of like hope, um, that comes with like self-love and that com- with a self-love that's like real, you know, mm-hmm. with a self-love yeah. that's like genuine. Um, uh, Before I go on my spiel, like, Joshua, do you have any, like, you know, things you want to talk, like, themes Mm -hmm. you haven't picked up on, things you want to, like, kind of talk about?
3: Definitely echo what John Jay and Ezra already said. Um, I, I think the the very, very heavily in the beginning, you, especially with like the way that the sounds come in, it's just very like digital sounding, but like it's produced in a way that just, it sounds really, really good. I love the way that it sounds. Um, but the, um, the one of the other things that I, I didn't hear anybody really talk about too much is this just the whole idea of time, because like the, the individual track listings are all timestamps on the record. And then this other thing that I was thinking about too is kind of like how each of the tracks have this little bit of like this like paradox to them a little bit um where it's like it, you, there is this like really dark darkness there's this really deep darkness to the whole album but then it also comes out in a really like this high end you know um this like i found my reason for living kind of thing and then each of the songs i feel like it kind of i feel like if you like really dig into it there's like this like the um, it, it's like it it's almost like a i'm not really sure how to say it like a a play on itself as an idea i guess um because like um i, I like like an example like algorithm is about like you know the the way the the way that we do data mining and things like that now, where everything seems like very digital, very binary and then and you know talking about um opinions um liking and disliking right, but then on top of that it's also like this is paradox this idea of this algorithm running our lives behind the scenes, you know, like in this like kind of digital thing. And I think each one of those tracks is a little bit of something like in that. So, uh, and, and then not only that, but the whole album itself is kind of like that, right. Where it's like, here's these really dark things. And then here's this, like the, 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 here's the reason that I live. And, and then that is awesome. Like what can you do kind of thing? So and I just, I just think overall, this is just a fantastic album. It's like, maybe I'm getting ahead of myself, but rating it already, but it's like a plus plus, you know, um, but yeah. Anyways,
0: <laughs> some more context for this record is uh, last year Donald Glover's father passed away, mm. and uh, it was like pretty unexpected too. Like, um, like you know, Donald's Donald's dad is like a really a really sweet, wholesome guy. He's like a Jehovah's Witness, and like you know. Um, but like he loves talking about his son online. He interacts with fans, and he like his last tweet was just like about sports, really something silly. Um, and then he passed away. Like no one really, no, like it's not that information is not available to like the public or whatever. Um, but the idea of like I think this record is him paying tribute to his father, and while celebrating life at the same time. Like this is like there are moments of like s- sincere grief on this record, like. Um, why go to the party or like whatever that song's called. Mm-hmm. Um, th- that's like the most like grievous and like also like feels like summer, like, uh, what's it called? Just like, um, several other songs, several other songs, but like, it's not like it's th- in this record. He doesn't wallow necessarily. He doesn't like, or we don't see him wallow like we did in because the internet, um, he just acknowledges the sad and he like tries to synthesize the love of his father and and, like pass it on to his children, pass it on to us. Um, Like he's, he said like in a speech, like um, during one of his concerts, the idea of um, I wanted to play my dad, some of my new songs and he, my dad said no because he was like, I'm sure they'll be great. Mm. And that's trust and love is tr- and trust is love. And I hope you feel that love. So some- I-, I hope sincerely you feel that love someday. And like, that that's like, that's like the central. So, and like in his like final, like the only context he really gives is like the idea of like, um, he talks about like, he, he gave, he like, has like a little note thing here he, where he says in the first in the first book i'll express you i'll write you i'll sing you i'll bring them as brothers and sisters and shine you for us not just in our image but in the in the boundless colored canopy of eternity mm-hmm. i'm just like passing on the love he gave um passing on the love his father gave and like, but yeah, that's something I've been thinking about in my life. A lot is the idea of why do things, why start a podcast? Why fall in love? Why have a pet? If it's all going to end one day, you know, like why do any of that? Sure. Um, but then I think about like, this is a weird like parallel, but I've been thinking about little bub, like the it's little bub is a cat cat that was like born with dwarfism and like born with like a disability so like the cat was supposed to like live for like a month at most but um you know like it lived for about like 8 years and stuff like that and the like it little bub you know i you could always tell little bub was in pain you could always tell little bub was like like having a hard time but like because, like, the way he was, like, loved by his owner, the way that, like, you know, the how much joy Little Bub spread to everybody, and, uh, you know, how through Little Bub, like, pet, pets with similar, like, problems, you know, got homes and, like, resources and all those things, and, like, how... Um, yeah, and like even if like Little Bob wasn't supposed to live forever, Little Bob like brought a lot of joy to people, mm. and in a lot of ways, Childish Gambino is like a kind of like Little Bob. Yes, <laughs> that, um, in that Childish Gambino had to had to die. It's
1: never a um, <laughs> comparison that I thought I'd hear.
0: <laughs> it's sad that you know this this might be the end of Childish Gambino, but like look at like. It's like, it's really beautiful that we got to experience it in the first place. Yeah. And it's really wonderful. I don't know. This is all dumb.
2: Who cares? Well, I mean, you know, and this may be this may be the end of Childish Gambino as the musician, but he is, you know, still, you know, Donald Glover, the writer, the actor, the producer, the showrunner on Atlanta. Like, we're still going to get all of the Childish or all of the Donald Glover, just maybe not necessarily in this kind of R&B rap kind of way, you know.
0: Not just that, like, but like the person Donald Glover is right. still
2: alive, yeah. Um,
0: yeah. So even if he drops off the face of, earth, of the earth and never makes art ever again, although like there's supposed to be two more seasons of Atlanta, but like I think after that there's no guarantee. Yeah. Um, like he's still a person. He's still like his impact will still be felt. Um, you know, like and like I think that's equally as important too. Absolutely yeah because that's the thing we have against time that's the thing we have against the algorithm that's kind of like that kind of programs us into a situation into an environment that we did not want to be in that we did not consent to be in and tells us from birth that our purpose is to create and just make the most efficient like make the most efficient product and that's your purpose in life Mm. you know That's our weapon against that programming and against the fact that we're all going to die one day. Hmm. Um, (laughs) It might not be enough, but that's what we have. (laughs) And we're back. Great. here to talk about 31520 by Childish Gambino. Woo! woo.
1: Let's get into some lowlights.
0: Yeah, like, uh, John Jay, do you have, what were some, like, parts of the record you didn't feel were that great?
2: Um, You might have to help me with like the specific song titles because they're all numbers. So they kind of blended together for me. But pretty much whichever one, like whichever one had like the first R&B. so my answer is pretty much most of the R&B singing. I liked a lot of the experimental, like vibey kind of stuff. I liked a lot of the like lyricism, rappy kind of stuff. But. I wasn't a huge fan, you know, again, because I wasn't a huge fan of Awaken My Love, so I was really looking forward to seeing him kind of, as far as I had predicted, get back into his rap groove. Um, But, you know, since it didn't really come, I was like, oh, okay. The first, um, I think it was Time uh, with Ariana Grande, that first uh, R&B track was gorgeous. I loved it so much. I was just like, oh, okay, vibing, yes. But, you know, yeah, it's, yeah, not that. I,
1: uh, time was actually a low light for me. Um, Really? Barely. Barely. Um, because I feel like there are very few low points on this record, and so, um, like, I, like, I don't even feel strongly enough about time to, like, call it a low light. It's just, um, like... I think having, like, Ariana Grande featured was not necessarily the best choice because, like, her uh, vocals kind of, like, thin out, like, uh, combined with, like, the music and with, um, like, Childish Gambito's voice, like, just juxtapising it um, that way <laughs> uh, doesn't really work well, I think. Um, but, like, the rest of that song, like, I do like and I think it's well-constructed. It's, like simultaneously like calm and anxious and um it uh is like really thickly layered um and has like a really um like like a dissonance that like draws you in and stuff so like i really like those things it's just um her vocal track uh doesn't work as well i think i will
0: say that like ariana is like i like i like ariana on it because it feels like childish gambino wasn't didn't want her on because like oh she's like so popular and cool these days it's like I think it's because he legitimately likes her as an artist mm. and thinks they're like kind of talking about similar things and they also like kind of come from like a similar background too of, like they're both like TV stars that went on to like do music and like their music is like kind of similarly informed by trauma mm-hmm. and like
1: yeah I l- can see
0: that yeah there's like the like the impending doom of it all uh, too um so yeah I, I i feel like they're on a similar wavelength um yeah um
1: so maybe like if the sound mixing had been a little bit different with like her vocals then it would have been fine because um, i do agree with you i think that they're like a good match if like used correctly
0: yeah i wish she was kind of like yeah. singing along with the choir and like you know that i love like the the choir mixed with like the laser, the '80s laser noises, and like yeah. Donald filtered vocals. It's like so. It's like very, very Kanye West, like at his best, when I'm just like mishmashing like a bunch of genres that ne- wouldn't necessarily go together, but they sound great. It's like they sound really good together, and uh, it's like original and like weird and like experimental. Like it's really cool. Hmm.
3: Speaking of which, do you mind if I get my low light? Because there was one track that I thought was a little bit too experimental that I didn't like. The words were the lyrics were good, but I just couldn't get behind the music. Uh, Thirty-five, thirty-one, And the title for the from the metadata is lit, Little Foot, Bigfoot, Get Out the Way.
1: Yeah, that was uh, one that I thought was a little grating after a while. Yeah,
3: yeah. It, 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 was a, it was a little long, a little too repetitive. And like, I, I think I feel like I feel like what he was. I get what he was trying to do with it, but, like, I don't know, like, I just it just wasn't enough country and it wasn't enough, like, anything else for it to be. It just felt like an incomplete kind of track. But um, I don't know. That, that was my little light. But.
1: That was the only song that I really um, felt tired of after a little while. The rest of them, I think, are, like, perfectly, um, like, succinct. They're, like, concise. Um, they... Uh, None of them really go on too long, but this one uh, just kind of does. And I think a lot of it's because of, like, the repetition in it.
0: Luckily, it's only, like, 12 tracks, and, like, two of the tracks are kind of just, like, transitionary songs. It's so
1: hard to even tell, like, how long any of the songs are because they all flow together so well. Like, even, um, like, fifty three forty nine going back into the beginning Mm -hmm. and stuff, like, uh, it's, like ties in perfectly so like that makes sense to me that uh, like initially putting it out it would be um just like a loop because like I feel like this album lends itself to that really well um, and yeah like I can't really tell how long any song is because um, they all uh
0: I guess like a mild low light I like it more and more the more I listen to it but like the, the vibrate song yeah um, I thought it was just, like, um, I. it's addicting after a while, and I kind of like it, mm. um, but, like, it's the one song that's, like, okay, maybe I could, like, skip, and it's fine. And, like, it still keeps on
1: track.
3: And whatever. That was originally my low light, tube and I think it was just because, like, the complete lack of structure to that song just, like, really threw me off. It's, like, it just, like, the stream of consciousness for, like, the first several minutes, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, what is going on with this song? Uh, but then, like, when you listen to the instrumentation, it's so playful and goes back and forth so much that it, like, i i like got the hang of it eventually but i was but initially i was like listening to it was like yeah okay this might be the low light because i just don't know what's going on here and then once i got once i got into it okay this is this is great
1: yeah that one um like in some ways kind of reminded me like of the stuff that like we listen to on camp because it's like a little bit more of like the um punchline type of thing in a way it's not as like it's more understated but like the lyricism is uh kind of like similar in that um but i think that it worked well um i do think that like it uh like i agree with josh it kind of like threw me off a little bit at first because of it um being more like stream of consciousness and there's not like a like cohesive like hook or anything like that the strong the song structure is very different um, but I think it works well for it, like after listening, especially to since a the rest times. of the album
2: can sound so hooky in a way where it's like you can, it, there are a lot of earworms on the track yeah. where it kind of feels like the anti earworm mm-hmm. in a way.
1: Yeah, it's kind of nice to have something that like goes against that um, and is a little bit of a different style.
3: I think, too, the way that like that song, like um, kind of it it's the stream of consciousness. And then like somewhere in the middle, he's talking about like doing shrooms and then like this, this. Experience with this girl like changes his view on things, and then the end of the song just completely changes a different tone. I think it's like it's it's a stream of consciousness, but the structure is more instead of like this like back and forth structure that we kind of normally expect from songs. It's more like this like progression into something else kind of thing. And I, th- I thought that was really cool. By the end of it, yeah. But, uh, but definitely the beginning part I was like, what is going on? You know, yeah.
1: Yeah, it was kind of hard to like get your footing in right, a sense and right. like really figure out what was going on. When I they first
0: was, miss- I was kind of like, "This is how he's gonna spend track four of his record," you know, like, kinda <laughs> <just> like <laughs> talking about how he like just like went to Trader Joe's, had a bit of <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's like a very specific, like that's a different like rap style than like I expect from him at this point. So I was just like, "Okay, really? Like after like a few songs in, you're just gonna jump into this? Is this what the rest of the album's gonna be?" Um, but it actually does end up going like, um, kind of a more succinct place. And like it, uh, I agree with you, Josh, that like, it's definitely like more of a progression than it is like, uh, back and forth. And I think that that, um, works well for it. It just takes a minute to get into.
0: It's also weird for like the song to be a stream of conscious and then 21 Savage shows up.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay.
2: But you know. Peak 21 Savage, though.
0: It didn't really have anything to do with, like, kind of the, the theme of the song, like, the thesis of the song is just kind of, like, Donald and this girl, like, kind of getting distracted mm. and, like, distracted from these loftier things and just having a good time, like, with this drug trip or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um and then 21 sav- Savages is just like, I'm flexing like I'm eating Popeye's spinach. And just like, you know, like,
1: oh, OK, <laughs> yeah, buddy. Like, <laughs> cool. And that's when oh, I was man. worried that the song was going to be uh, from the beginning and stuff because of him, like jumping and talking about expensive watches and shit. Okay, let's
0: get into some highlights and like finally have a good time for once.
2: (laughs) Uh, Well, one thing I really loved about the album is how much it, like, you and Andrew, you said the word earlier synthesized. It really not only synthesized all of the parts of Childish Gambino that we've seen to date, but I also see, like, I really see Childish Gambino taking a lot of inspiration and synthesizing that. Um, The two inspirations I really heard were Kendrick and Kanye. um, mm-hmm. maybe yeah. just because yeah, I'm like, you know what I mean? Cause like the, especially algorithm on the Kanye front, because it's just like, so a bombastic and a lot of, it felt like it, it was such a shame. It's kind of bittersweet because if this really is his last album, then, you know, we don't really get to see where that experimentation goes from here, but it was just really yeah. nice to see that kind of community in one piece.
1: Yeah, I really like Algorithm with, like, the um, more, like, digital sounding, I guess. Uh, It made me excited for, like, the rest of the album um, because, I don't know, just, like, jumping out the gate with something that, like, is a little bit more experimental like that.
3: I think right out the gate, um, like, listening to the opening track and Algorithm, um, I... I, I, first thing I picked up was definitely like the The sounds like the instrumentation and like the really Dark like voice effects that he like takes on With that kind of thing yeah it's so good Um but it's like I think that's one of the things I picked up on Too is like when you when you talk about like the The lyrics of the song um Let me let me grow, go back to that Real quick um But like okay I, I can't pull it up the right
1: lyrics right. are very dark but
3: Yeah the the lyrics are very dark and it's like He he's and and but he, and he's talking about like um one one of the lines that really stuck out to me is like the whole binary uh, opinions and like the dislike and like and how it's like how simple it is that we interact with culture now it's just like but yeah. I, th- I like I love how dark it is, but at the same time, it's like it's just it's painting the world as it is now, you know, um, just like this whole like this digital age that we live in and how it's like how little we know about what's on the other side of that, you know, like we're just kind of like here interacting with our screens, not thinking about what's, what the people on the other side or like the, whoever's like writing these kinds of things. It's like, yeah. Our,
1: yeah. Yeah. This song is definitely the most um, like kind of doom and gloom on the album i feel like where he's like he's talking about um how like just the state of the world but he's not really offering a solution on this one necessarily either and he lets it like i like how uh also he like lets it devolve into like chaos at the end and stuff too um especially after it's very like structured and um like deliberate prior to that um
3: one line yes. one line from that That kind of like sums it up Or this, this stanza that kind of sums it up um, You sell your daughter on that data stream Dopamine make it hit now Humans don't understand Humans gonna sell a lie Humans gotta survive We know we're gonna die Nothing can live forever We know we're gonna try Is life re- Life is Is it really worth it The algorithm is perfect Like oh my god uh, Oof Big oof It's
1: good
0: <laughs> It's a very dark way to view the world Of just like an algorithm of just like, mm. a, like a new song, like the, any person you meet to, like a new song you listen, like that pops up after listening to a record, you know, that's like a really, a weirdly cynical way to life, but
1: I get it though. <laughs> it's,
3: it's like, yeah, it's the consumerism mentality. It's like, after you're done watching it, then what's the next one? Like what's the algorithm going to feed you? You know, like a constant stream of content.
1: It's also just
0: catchy. I love the synthetic voice mixed with like his organic voice, like,
2: From the verse to the hook. Yes. Um, Yeah. That That was cool. That was awesome. It was kind of like grading in a way, where it's kind of whatever the good version of someone scratching their
3: nails on a chalkboard.
2: I don't know what the good version of that is, but that's what that was.
3: (laughs) It was this song. That's the good version. You're right, yep. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah,
1: I get that vibe a lot, though, um, like in this album in general, uh, where it's like um, he's intentionally like creating this dissonance and like um, it can like it could be grating on the ears, but he uses it in such a lovely way that it, like doesn't really um, get to that. It's like uh, intentionally unpleasant, but like with a purpose, um, like uh, in 3928. Um, where like, he just has these like really, uh, thick, well, let me see why go to the party. That was the, um, like he has these really like thick, like dissonant, like harmonies, um, but like a really simplistic, like instrumentation. Um, like, uh, I just think that that works really well. And, um, it, uh, creates kind of like this, uh, larger than life feeling while also like technically being really simplistic, Um, and I don't know, he just basically, he just uses, uh, uh, like those types of things in like a really interesting way. Like it doesn't all have to sound, um, pretty and poppy all the time. Like it can be a little nails on a chalkboard, but like in the best way possible. Another highlight for me, like algorithm was definitely one of them. Um, but another one would be, uh, feels like summer, um, And like uh, I had heard it before, like originally when it came out. And so like it's kind of been um, like in my saved songs, like playlists and stuff like that that I listened to um, over the years. But uh, I never really paid attention to what the song was actually saying. So like it just seemed like this kind of like um, like nice, like it's kind of like got like a good energy to it, like it's really chill, but like still like upbeat. So like it doesn't um, really seem like it would be like it would have a deeper message. But then like in reading up for uh, this album and everything, like I realized like, oh, shit, like it's an actual like um, like this is actually some uh, really serious things that he's saying. Um, he just hides it in like this really uh, earwormy type of thing.
3: I think adding that, too, I think that that song, I remember when I first heard it and um, especially watching the video where he, he, it's like he's like that cartoon, the cartoon version of himself, like walking down the street, kind of like seeing all the things going on. I think you can get more of a lot feel the feel from the video. There's like this happy sounding, but like really dark themes in the video. But then like in the context of the rest of the album just makes it like 20 times better. Oh, my God. Um, oh
1: yeah absolutely yeah, um, i think it like it seems like such a good um single and everything and like this album seems so unified so i wouldn't have really expected him to like weave it in there so perfectly with everything else um but it worked really well and like he's still talking about like um all of these like the shit that's going on in the world like um with like uh climate change and like um like corporate like shit, and um yeah, <laughs> and uh all of this like really serious shit that's going on, but it like um so like as a single it definitely sounds more um like light-hearted like, oh, he like released some summer songs, like this is like just something nice that I can listen to in my car on the way home um. But then, like, in the context of the album, like, it really highlights, like, what he's actually saying about it. And, like, that the reason that it has the summer theme in the first place is, like, yeah, the world is um, getting, like, really overheated. (laughs) Like, it literally feels like summer all the time. Um, And it, like, it feels like summer and, like, how I feel more about summer and, like, that it's not necessarily a good thing. It's, like, this, uh, like, ever-growing, like weight and like energy suck that's happening instead of like um this like happy going to the pool or whatever like summer that um people try to sell you um and that like people had as kids because of being out of school and uh, stuff like about that.
0: uh feels like summer um i i love they speaking of that's the thing like that I don't feel like a lot of artists are kind of doing that much like Kendrick maybe but like speaking to like the fear and dread and destruction of it all. I'm just like why like the, the song previous to this one is obviously like partly about his you know father passing away and just like I can't feel love anymore. I can't feel your smile, I can't feel your presence. I feel so lost. Why go to the party like, why mm-hmm. do anything? And then the next song is him going even deeper into that despondency of just, like, is the world worth saving? <laughs> it, like,
1: mm-hmm.
0: we we're we not going to change, you know? We're And it's, like, it, this song was made two years ago and it was about climate change, but it's, like, very pressure now about the pandemic and just, like, mm-hmm. Trump is, like, kind of wanting to, like, go back and, like, keep the economy running and like keep people like working and stuff and like like even though like against experts against people who are like trying to like preserve what's left
1: well it's because these people like they don't actually really fucking care about people they just care about um like the bottom line and like rich people and stuff like that like uh, with the fact that like rich people and celebrities and shit like that, they're able to um, like get as many tests as they need. But then like uh, just the everyday person who like literally might be on a ventilator um, or like uh, might be making people around them sick or have like a higher risk because like they're around um somebody who already is sick or like like they're immunocompromised or like whatever shit like where it might actually be serious for them like they're not getting the resources that they need and yet people who have no risk but have money um like get it everything costs
3: three thousand dollars to get one of these tests without insurance that's just insane
1: yeah it's fucking ridiculous <laughs> and um yet people still don't want the um the leader who's actually going to do something about that and actually, um, like wants to make things affordable for people. Um, it's, I hate it so much and it like (laughs) makes me want to die. (laughs) So I definitely like, I feel a lot of the, um, shit that he's talking about, like on this album that like, um, everything is so dark and horrible and, um, like it's not even like fear mongering or doom and gloom to like talk about at this point. Cause that's just how the world is. Yeah.
0: Like the, the doom and gloom he's talking about, that's real, mm. but, um, then he, he ends on a message of optimism. That's real in the yeah. next two songs. Mm. Yeah. I'm just like, um, but then he's like telling the audience, telling his kids, foster what's good Mm. like foster what's Mm. worth saving and like um just like uh the love that i was given i'm going to give to my son um and like just the the way that like um first of all his son openly and nakedly says like yeah i love myself the fact that when donald is asked like do you love yourself? Like, he's like, yeah, I do. Like, it's, like, Mm -hmm. without, like, question or complication or any of that stuff, like, and I think it's, like, a real, I think Josh and I were talking about this on our own, Mm -hmm. like, separately, about the idea that, like... Wow,
1: okay, you guys have, like, your own special (laughs) club.
0: (laughs) Like, the idea that, like, I I viewed self-love as, like, because I love the potential of myself. That means I love myself. But, like, Mm. but I don't love the person that I am right now, the person that is here, like, because I am not what I could be, you know? But I think, like, Donald has, like, kind of come to this place where he's able to, like, love who he is beyond like his shortcomings and all like beyond just, you know, puffing myself up or like, you know, I'm great. You know, it's more it's like more holistic than that. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And that's especially that's crucial for um, you know, anyone that's living in a world that he sets up, the world that we're living in today the world that he sets up at the beginning, this algorithmic world where everything is set up to be judged and evaluated by left swipes and right swipes and clicks and upvotes and all that fun stuff. Like, it's just, you don't need all that algorithmic stuff. You just need to really, like, you know, or, you know, you don't you don't need that stuff in order to learn to love the potential of yourself, as you said.
0: My favorite song on the record is the last one, Under mm-hmm. the Sun. Me too. That, yeah. Like, it's the... It's the best. I think it's. His, I think it's his best song.
2: Oh wow! Like, I, wow. I think,
0: wow! I think it's his best song in his discography, and like, like it is that culmination of like he's kind of. It, it is just like a burst of energy. It's just like, mm. um, what's it called? Um, first of all, the way he changes octaves into three choruses. Mm. It's like really, like really impressive, and this whole thing is his. real voice there's no filters on it like there's no like he's really singing that way and like he's really like screaming those verses and um it it kind of like um uh under the sun is kind of like a reference to ecclesiastes one just like everything is vanity like there's nothing new under the sun Mm -hmm. everything meaningless is all vapor Um, but then just, um, I, this song, this song basically is him like breaking free of the algorithm, breaking Mm. free of, and they're like, it's like, um, you know, the idea of just like, um, dance to like in algorithm in, um, in beautiful and in this America, it's like. Dancing, there's there a like couple of dance breaks where it's like dance because um, to distract yourself from the real world terrors to like, you know, dance because if you stop dancing, you'll die. Mm-hmm. You like you need to like keep producing. But like this is this dance break at the end of this song is like dance because you love yourself and dance because you're free. Like, you know,
2: I was going to say dance like dance because dance the way you can, because no one can dance the way you can. That's more of, you know, that learning to love yourself
3: and who you really are, you know, I think, there's one thing I want to point out, too, um, as, 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 uh, as like my highlight. I think this is my favorite track, but I think the highlight of the album overall is just how each song flows into the next and then also how the last song floats back into the first. Um, I think, like, uh, Andrew, you are talking about that third verse when you're looking at the devil, but you're looking in the mirror. Like, that self-love and just love. And in, in just in general, realizing that there is freedom in giving love and in in loving yourself and being loved yourself, I think that's just, like there's this just, just this progression from the beginning to the end where it's like algorithm here you are here's the world that you live in the world that tells you to hate yourself and that you are not special and that you're just another number and then towards the end where it's like you need to express yourself and, and truly be free you know um but then and then here's the thing that it, sorry go ahead but also
0: like to have introspection to hmm. like when you when you're looking in the mirror and you're looking at the devil like wait a minute maybe i like to love yourself is to have introspection. To love yourself is
3: to know yourself. I mean, yeah, I, I totally agree. Uh, but what I was going to say was, I think that like this—this this is the part that gets me the most—is that the last track goes back into the first and it starts over because I think it's like one of the most real feelings of, of just being an adult in this era is that like this is constant struggle, this like this wave going back and forth of like how do I survive in this world and then like, here, okay, here I am, I'm, I'm finally feeling like I'm doing what I should be doing. And then it's just, it just keeps on going back and forth, you know, and like, and I think we all, f- I, I think I can, I feel like I've definitely felt these cycles in my life, where it's feel like, yeah, I, I'm doing, you know, what I should be doing right now, or what I feel I should be doing right now. And then there's times where it's like, you know, like, this is a really, this is a real struggle, and it just comes back full circle every time, you know, like, and, and...
2: I was going to say, the beauty of that, though, is that, like, at least both um in the amount of times like both in the the loops that you make in listening to this album mm-hmm. and also in life as you say um the beauty of that is that you get things and you pick up things with each listen with each cycle yeah. Yeah. and you now have new lessons that you can yeah. take with you and it's just like exactly. oh my god i didn't see that before because now i got this yeah so i think that's yeah. Uh, yeah. it's a really beautiful thing
3: yeah i love it this i think this is a masterpiece
0: <laughs> love yourself is shoved into our brains For when we're kids, like every single after school special, like, love yourself, love yourself, love yourself. But like, that's like. First of all, like, people don't generally tell you how to do that. Mm -hmm. You know, it's always like a foreign concept that like.
1: Love yourself. Great. I have depression. What now?
3: (laughs) The final boss is you. (laughs) (laughs) You're not
0: alone. Like Uh you hear that all. The time sometimes that's not solace enough well
1: and the fact is like even if you may not be alone in what you're experiencing sometimes like you are going through it alone like you don't always have uh other people there to lean on and i feel like uh that idea is pushed so much um to like the detriment of people who like feel lonely because like that's a valid and real thing to feel like you're not always going to feel that there are like other people like going through it with you. Um, and you're not always going to feel the comfort, even if you do have those people.
0: But at, at the same time, I think those these messages, love yourself, you're not alone, you know, have introspection, blah, blah, blah. The reason they need to be cycled through, like you're saying is because it's so hard for us to internalize that, you know? Yeah. It's like, kind of like the idea of mana of just, uh, you just really, all you need is just enough for a day. You know, you need enough faith and hope for a day. And that's really all you could like expect. And like, that's why you need to like, that's why like music like this is like really helpful. Like the music that you can like, like Donald was trying to do Like this helps me get through the day. Um, And I think this record does that for me, like, so much. Oh. And I love it. Yeah. Any other thoughts, stray observations or whatever?
2: Going through this uh, whole album and listening to it, I'm really curious in, like, seeing and hearing how Childish Gambino has matured as an artist. I really, really am curious to see how he takes this with him into the, like, film and video world. Like, what kind of, if he does, like, what kind of writer is he going to be now? What kind of actor is he going to be? Are we going to see more introspective? I mean, we're kind of already getting that with Atlanta. um Kind of that, like, surreal, but the surre- surreality is to a point to explore kind of the deeper things in our lives. um with that, with that show, especially with, like, the Black Lives in Atlanta. But, you know, what kind of stories can he tell? What kind of worlds can he go to with this mentality, with this new maturity? I'm just really interested to see. Yeah.
0: Like, in his note to, like, the, you know, he released with, like, the, the record, mm. he said, in the first book, you know, so, like, people on Reddit are speculating, like, oh, he's right, is he writing a book? Or, like, uh. oh, is there, like, new, you know, new music coming? <laughs> is he just going to perform under Childish Camp, Donald Glover, instead of Childish Camp, and Like, I think that doesn't matter. Like, yeah. the, the idea of just, like, the first book is just what he's done up to this point. Mm. Uh, and I Oof, think it's that's exciting. I think it's more holistic just like whatever he does next, he's gonna carry the lessons of love from his father and the lessons of love of his family to whatever he does. Mm. And whether it be Atlanta, whether it be another season of that show, or just whether it be just through raising two kids. Yeah. You know, maybe that's that's his next collab.
2: Oh my goodness. <laughs> All
0: right. Also just like real, I, I love, I love Thank You. Like that's a, such a great song. Mm. Um, great love song. Um, oh yeah, that was another say, highlight for me. Yeah. Just like the idea of being like, um, sometimes I felt the song was a little condescending, like sweet thing, you watching Parks and Rec's alone, sweet mm. thing. Just like, oh, poor sure. little baby. Just like, I think there's a little bit of that, but, ultimately the execution of the song is so perfect that I think it doesn't matter. Like,
1: yeah, um, I don't really think it comes across that way too much for me personally. Like, I think it has the potential to be that, but, uh, he like it, it feels so sincere that it kind of avoids that.
0: Would you like to go first in terms of like your final thoughts and ratings?
1: Oh, sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh,
2: really, really awesome, solid album. Um, you know, I uh, personally would have loved a little bit less R and B and a little bit more rap, but that alone, you know, very thematically heavy, very, very holistic. Um, you know, you'll love to see it, and it's the it's the type of content <laughs> you love to see from Childish Gambino. Um, so, for my final rating, uh, with all, with all that said, I'll probably give it eight. It's it's a knives
3: out of ten. Um, yeah, I think this was just like everything else he does. I feel like this was just a cohesive masterpiece, like from beginning to end, everything just flowed perfectly into each other. The ideas are just so well thought out. And it's just you can tell he like poured out his soul into this album. You know, Um, I I think it's a very fitting if if it is the end of his discography. I think it's completely fitting. Um, I think it's just fantastic. Um, I'm I'm giving it a 10 out of 10 little Mm -hmm. (laughs) feet.
0: Uh, careful, Quentin Tarantino might drop
2: off. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man.
1: So, um, yeah, I thoroughly love the album. I think, uh, like I said at the beginning, I think it like hit a perfect balance of, um, like talking about like more self love and like kind of like, uh, personal stuff, um, like, and just like, talking about like loved ones and stuff like that um like i think it perfectly balanced that with um the like greater uh like more uh the world is doomed um and like stuff like that and like specifically like how like difficult it is to like live like in the space that he's in and stuff and like i think that um yeah, he just really struck a good balance with that. And um, I, like I said, love that like everything kind of like flows together um, and uh, like you could probably listen to this album for like hours just on a loop and it would be um, great, like with every listen. And like, I feel like I get something more like out of every listen. So um, I'm going to give it um, 10... Popeye's out of 10 um and uh honestly I think that it might be the most uh deserving 10 that I've given as long as we've done the podcast so wow uh
0: I'm gonna give it um let's take a look um I'm gonna give it 0 <laughs> times
2: 100 Ooh. plus
1: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was about to say even if it's time, <laughs> so, no.
2: That was definitely a roller coaster of emotions right there. <laughs> I was like, oh my god.
0: <laughs> I think Childish Gambino's best record, mm. like by a long shot. Like I, I love, I, I, I love Camp. Like even, even though like we kind of. Threshold. I still love it for the place it held in my life. and I love Because the Internet, but that, you know, even I love Because the Internet. I love Awaken My Love. I love his other projects, even though they're a little rough around the edges, mm. um, even though they're imperfect. Um, I really like them for the place they have in my life. But this is this not only has that place in my life where I see myself revisiting this loving this and internalizing the feeling these records on a deep deep level like it's not only that it's pretty Mm. it's pretty unimpeachable in terms of quality too like he's like um and uh yeah he might not be the best rapper like but he is like I think in my opinion, my favorite musician, and this is my favorite wow. work from my favorite musician. Man, that's so awesome. Far. That's
2: awesome. That's awesome.
0: This is his magnum opus. I love it so much. I'm going to give it 10 out of 10, um, spirits in my Yeezy boosts. Oh, nice. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it hits. Oh. It hits.
0: <laughs> All right. Uh, thank you so much, everybody. Um, so, uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Um,
1: uh let's get into our, <laughs> I've been meaning to listen to that. And I did playlist. Um,
2: so I have a song that I've been obsessed with lately. Um, and something that I've like, I don't know if I should be fascinated or creeped out about myself, but I'm finding that one of the really, um, one of the one of the like themes or like images that really resonates with me whenever I watch or listen to something that like gets to me emotionally is the beautiful horror of mutation. Uh, I say it that way because there's three pieces of content that have really like got me deep in my core and shook me. One was Annihilation, the movie by Alex Garland. Um, I know I'm definitely in the minority on this one, but honestly, last year's Joker, freaking love that movie um you (laughs) will we live in a society i don't know
1: know if you're like the minority in that one because the uh like it was nominated for like several awards i guess
2: so i mean yeah but but, uh, (laughs) yeah so the reason i bring that up is because my song that i'm suggesting for the playlist is contact by noah b It's groovy, it's boppy, it's got this, like, dark tone to it, but it's a jam at the same time, but then there's, like, this, this, oh, I don't even know how to describe it, there's this, like, bridge-ish in the end, where you hear, like, a little lift, like, a little lifted melody that, like, so smoothly transforms and mutates into this other thing, and I haven't felt, the only other times i felt the way I felt while listening to that part of the song is while watching Annihilation and Joker, so, um... Yeah, Contact by Noah B. That's my pick.
1: Uh, I can go. I um, actually forgot to pick something before we started recording. Uh, But this is a great song, so I'll stand by it anyway. Um, I'm just going to go with It Feels Like Summer from Childish (laughs) Gambino. So, uh, I feel like we've talked about this song plenty, so I don't necessarily need to describe it any more than we have, but, uh, I really love it, and I love that, like, I don't know, it seems very unassuming at first, and then, like, but it actually, like, contains, um, like, a lot of, uh like, deeper, more um, existential shit, and so like, uh, and like, I think that that really, um, describes like, Childish Gambino, like, well in general, like, Donald Glover, like, um, and his, like, overall career cause you, like, you just think by the beginning of it, and like, by, like, his days on community and stuff, that he's just kind of like this goofy, like, light-hearted guy but, um, he actually has, like, a lot of, uh, like, deeper shit going on and, like, was suicidal to an extent and, um, he, uh, like, has a lot more, like, he deserves to be taken seriously and, um, so I'm glad that he is, like, being taken seriously now. And I can definitely understand why he's your favorite artist, Andrew, because, like, I think that, um, he, uh, like, his progression is, like, a very, like, realistic and um compelling one and like um he has a lot of shit to say and I'm glad that he's getting the chance to say it. So yeah.
3: All right. Um so uh, I know we were talking like kinda like half joking about our surf episode that never aired um a little while ago. Um right before right before here. But um I think I'm gonna put a song from that album on onto this playlist. I'm gonna pick Sunday Candy. Um, yes (laughs) I know we all talked about how much we love the song So, (laughs) be a good fit Um, But actually, and the reason I picked that song Is um, actually, um, this is a little bit sad But um, recently, uh, uh, about a month ago um, My grandmother actually passed And um, I know that song is about Chance And talking about his relationship with his grandmother How, you know, she always dragged him to church always and then the kind of that kind of relationship and that's kind of how my relationship with my grandmother was. Um and it's been a pretty significant month, few months for me and a lot of things are, are changing. So um it's just kind of a nice comfort and memory, I guess. Um and kind of like a, a little bit of a crazy time. So <laughs> um yeah.
0: Okay. Um I was gonna do a childish Cambino song, but I, I think I'll save it for a different time. Maybe for our best of uh, playlist.
3: Winky, winky.
0: Um, but like, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going to pick, I know I kind of like made a joke about it earlier and it still makes me laugh. Um, but I'm going to pick You Will Be Found by uh, from the soundtrack of Dear Evan Hansen.
3: Even when the dark comes crashing through
2: When you need a friend to carry you and when you're broken on the ground You will be found So let the sun come um, So, yeah, it's just like
0: First of all, it's Ben Platt. Who could not love Ben Platt? Ben Platt's the best. Um, beautiful, One of the most beautiful male vocalists on earth. Um, and um, just like, it's a song about um, the character, Evan Hansen's like giving like a speech about, like, his, like, um, uh, his friend and, like, just, like, how even though he's, like, you know, he feels isolated and alone and, like, the character is alluded to have, like, had, like, you know, an attempt, um, like, he, um, you know, he, like, um, finds solace and comfort in friendship and the idea of like, even if you feel alone and broken and that no one cares about you, there is always someone. There's always someone out there. And like, we have to be that for each other. And it's just like, and the the hook of the, the, the twist of that, not the twist, like kind of the conceit of that musical is it's all a lie. Of just like he was never friends with this person, blah 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 blah, and like the whole story spins off from there. But like the this, but like even still, he's able to like, you know, now that he has this platform, he's able to like spread like give that message to people. Mm-hmm. And um, when I first saw it live, it like made me sob. Mm-hmm. It made me like really, really, and I think it's like something I needed to hear and need to hear often. And, uh, so just like, I kind of like need to hear some of the messages in this record and just like how scared Donald is and how, like, um, how much Donald loves himself and how much he loves his family and all that stuff. So yeah, that's my pick. Um, okay. Uh, you can find the show, um, website at IBMTLTT.com. You can follow me on Instagram at Andrew A. Lee. You can follow Ezra at Ezra.Indigo. And no, follow- I don't want to be <laughs>
1: found.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and you can find uh, the show Instagram and the show um, uh, Facebook at IBM IBMTLTT. Um, and uh, here, I think this is how we'll do the closing sentiment, because there's two of you this time. Um, uh, what about, Josh, you write the first half, and then we write and... You end your sentiment with "and," and then John Day concludes it. Oh,
3: okay. So. Ooh. Okay.
0: Three,
3: two, one. Don- Donald, Donald loves presents. 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 Life, life, sucks, life sucks,
2: but, but JK, J.K. It, it doesn't.
3: doesn't. And. and-
2: in, in, the the words, paraphrase in the grossly paraphrased words, words
1: of the Don Amigo
2: Cuevo, birds on the birds podcast saying, I've, I've been meaning to listen to that. To listen
1: to that. <laughs> dun, dun, yeah. Thanks, everybody. Have a good day. Hey, okay, You too. Bye. Thanks, guys. Click.